Thank you for joining us on another episode of Ditch the Job. Let's do this. What's up, Ditch the Job listeners? Mark Burdick, podcast coach. You're helping people launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts. And if you really want to ditch your job, one of the things you have to do is become an authority. And our guest helps people get one of the biggest talks that instantly boosts your authority status and really opens the doors to a lot more opportunities. This talk is the TEDx talk. Uh, our guest, he's done a TEDx himself and he actually helps other people do them. So in addition to that, he's a leadership expert, two-time best-selling author and coach who hosts the top-ranked podcast, Awaken Your Alpha, where he interviews the world's elite minds. He's been doing this since 2014, and now he has a new podcast, The Talk Accelerator, which he uses to help aspiring TEDx speakers achieve their talks. He also has a Talk Accelerator program that goes a lot more into detail on how people go from any kind of status, whether you've been speaking a while or not so long, to having that TEDx talk. So our guest who joins us for this episode of Ditch the Job is none other than Adam Lewis Walker. Adam, welcome to the show. Whoa, Mark, thank you. It's a Monday morning here, not to date the episode, but that has really woke me up. What a, what a you know, I'm flattered. Thank you. Such a good in, intro, mate. I'm, um, I'm looking forward to speaking and dropping some value. And that, that's what I'm here to do this morning. Adam, I'm so happy to have you on the Ditch the Job podcast. And getting a TEDx is just so important for really establishing credibility, really being able to spread your message and make it into a full-time thing if uh, you listen in at home or in your car. Like, that's not what you're doing right now. So um, we're definitely going to get into getting a TEDx. But can you first share with us your, like, the job you had, the career path you had before you did Awaken Your Alpha and talk accelerator sure yeah i'm uh, originally from the south of england and i was a teacher for uh, about a decade about 10 years um so yeah that was you know that's kind of for a lot of people and it, and it can be it's, it's a job for life and I, I do always think i'll be a sort of teacher coach in some shape or form so i haven't ditched that but I, the, the career path was obviously definitely in an institution and very potentially restrictive uh, depending on which school you're in um, I taught in colleges as well, and there's aspects of it I love, and then there's always been kind of that entrepreneur side of, um, you know, I wouldn't say unemployable, but there's I've always come up against, you know, things and that are in in these institutions that just don't make any sense, but people don't question so much, or and you, and you have to do things for the sake of it, like meetings for meetings' sake and things like that, and that's what really over the years kind of just it's obviously it's a sacrifice any job uh, business has pluses and minuses but that just like got to me a little bit and i and not to say i would never go back but i wanted to continue my growth and i saw my growth moving away from the the school system because of as i say curriculums and and change takes a long time whereas as an entrepreneur if you ditch the job and again it's not all roses it's not all shiny but you are able to change and adapt very quickly. Uh, you know, if you're largely a solopreneur and something's not working or you don't like something, the buck stops here. Take responsibility and you, you know, you change it, you, you tweak it. And that's something that I really, that's an aspect I really like. Um, and we'll talk about it in the interview. You know, you, 
generally you can't, you can have a vision and you can have sort of the, the path and your plans, but reality is usually very different. And then you have to adapt. And as you're here in the journey, you know, I never planned to, uh, you know, I, I never, Oh, I'm going to, you know, become a, someone who helped people get in TEDx talks, um, and other aspects along the line. But these things, um, I like if you point yourself in the right direction and you keep consistently working daily, then these opportunities open up and you need to be aware. And, um, as long as it aligns with your, your vision, your mission, your, you know, your, all your morals and everything, then you take advantage of certain opportunities. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been an interesting journey. So that was kind of, um, the, the original job. And I can go into that as much or as little as you want. <laughs> and I mean, it's really interesting because sometimes for people who are thinking about ditching their job, it's not necessarily a job they hate. It's things like, you know, you, you see certain flaws with the job that you like and you feel like, you know, when you become an entrepreneur, you could do any kind of uh, career path to any kind of capacity you want and you can change very quickly. I mean, uh, like in my scenario, when I first started blocking, I never thought I'd be podcasting on ditch the job or anything like that. And I feel like for a lot of people getting that TEDx talk is really important because I mean, it sets you up for uh, a lot more credibility because you could say you're a TEDx talk, which helps you get a coaching client. It helps you get on more stages, but it's not like anyone gets a TEDx talk. So what were some of the things you had to do to build up your brand, uh, in prep for getting that talk? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I should say I'm perfect for your show. Cause I know you're about like authoring books as well for entrepreneurs. And obviously that's that side of things in the speaking. So in terms of like, I just want to echo what you were saying in terms of as a, someone who books people on, um, on my show and, you know, collaborates and works with people like that. If I see TEDx speaker on their resume straight away, I'm, uh, my confidence is, and this is completely, my confidence is raised massively. It's not necessarily a hundred percent shoeing that I will just get them on the show or, but it, it almost is in some ways because I know straight away they've done the work. That's what it shows for me massively. I know for a lot of people, it's about the credibility. It is about that, but also they've taken the time to go after single folks to go after this, you know, this platform because it doesn't just very rarely does it just happen without any effort. And even if it does, then you have to, it's quite a rigorous process to go through and uh, mold your idea to the TEDx stage and actually perform that. So straight away for, for something like this, uh, like a podcast interview, you know, maybe 15, 20 minutes or, or so, or half an hour, it's very good to speak to someone who's articulated their ideas and done the work to get that down into, uh, you know, an, an, ec an extra level of clarity, but also why is it worth sharing? So those things, so what I, you know, I love it when I see TEDx speaker on someone's resume because um, it just does fill me with confidence. And also, like you said, it's, it's very quick and easy to change your direction as an entrepreneur. When you see someone's done a TEDx in that specific or relevant field to what their mission is, if they're saying, you know, this is what I'm all about, this is my life mission, and then you can't really find anything about that or, you know, online there's nothing to back that up. Whereas if you've done a, you know, so I say like about awaken your alpha and um, playing a bigger game and like, <laughs> you know, increasing your influence, impact and income. Um, if, you, if you look that up, I've got a, a best-selling book, Awaken Your Alpha. So you thought, oh, so this isn't just something I thought of last week. Then you look as well. 
You've got the TEDx talk, Awaken Your Alpha. Oh, you've got the, you know, almost six year podcast, Awaken Your Alpha. So it's clear it's someone who's digging into their subject matter deep and they do genuinely, you know, have a passion and stay in power and expertise that comes from, and only one aspect, but comes from dedicating yourself to a, to a subject in an arena for a length of time. So the, 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 talk, uh, the talk center, I should say, the TEDx talk, that's what that represents for me as well, because I always say to people working with this talk and this subject, this idea needs to stand up in five years, in 10 years. It can't just be, oh, this, I think this is hot on the internet right now. I'm just going to pop this up there because people will come back to it. And the worst thing you want is something that six months later that you're like, yeah, I kind of changed my opinion or, you know, I'm, I'm going in a different direction. Like, you know, so for, again, for the example of, uh, you know, awaken your alpha and how to rise up and overcome adversity, you know, how to lead basically it's personal leadership. The core of that is something I, I've believed for a long time. And, you know, it may evolve as everything evolves, but the core of that, I'm never going to disagree with, you know, it's always going to be there for, uh, you know, my kids, grandkids, it's going to be, it's going to have a life and live on. So that's why it's really important to have um, an idea worth sharing number one, but also something that um, you really um, it will pass that checklist, pass that filter. And as I say, if, if people are say they're so you know passionate or you know involved in an area or subject matter, putting it on the TEDx stage or an idea linked to that because you can't you don't put your business on the TEDx stage. An idea worth sharing linked to that on the TEDx stage really means you've kind of you've gone the extra mile. Um, I do believe, you know, everyone has the potential to do that, but it's, you know, it's a smaller list of people that do it. Um, so that's, it's, and it had an impact in my life. So, and pro largely for a lot of the reasons I just spoke about. So that's kind of uh, why it organically has moved into helping people as well. And I mean, with the TEDx talk, it's really interesting. Adam points out, you want to do a talk on an area, your opinions are going to remain unchanged. And I know Adam had Awaken Your Alpha, the podcast. I'm pretty sure he also had the book before that actual TEDx talk took place. So oh, well, not the, the other way. It's, it's, well, this is, again, I'll, I'll tell you how I kind of the, the chronological order of how this worked for me. Okay. And uh, also, when it tends to ideas remain unchanged, always be open to the fact that you could be completely wrong. I think that's important. <laughs> and I'm talking about myself as well and everyone. Um, but I, I mean, you know, like, something you know a core belief if you put it you know is that's that's not going to largely change but but as you said as i said you you know you could be completely wrong but you gotta at least <laughs> be confident while you while you're doing it so i co-authored a book the new rules of success and this is relevant to ditching the job because when i co-authored the book the new rules of success i was still um, employed as a teacher and that was you know i did a chapter and that was moved me away from my, my background is largely um in schools i was a you know, sports lecturer, PE teacher, um, you know, a lot of health and fitness. I, I've always coached people, strength and conditioning. And so the new rules of success was, was not fitness related, was not that kind of, it was moving, it was more the mindset, moving away from that arena. So again, the power of a book, just to, you know, creak open the door a little bit and move, start moving in that direction. Um, I started the, that was in 2013, 2014, I launched the podcast, uh, Awaken Your Alpha. And that's when I quit my... Yes, 2014, blimey. 2014, that's when I quit my last proper job, <laughs> if that makes sense to most people. Um, and I moved across to the States in 2015. And again, these are all kind of the, 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 I had the deadline I was moving before my first son became, you know, was five and started school. So about 18 months out, mm -hmm. I was like, 
I was the transition phase, obviously I've ditched the job, exciting, but also you've got to know for yourself when you've been in that transition phase too long, because that's the comfort zone as well. Yes, it's great that you're moving towards it, but at a certain point, you've got to say, okay, I can't transition for like five years. <laughs> you can, but maybe you're in a field where you need to do that, but at a certain point, you've got to um, commit. And that was, you know, it's a tough time, a tough decision. Um, but doing these things like, you know, co-authoring a book that helps you, you know, you're committing yourself more and more. And at a certain point, you've got to kind of pull the plug. So I knew I was moving to the States, to the middle of nowhere. I'm up in the wilderness. So I then, from that point, didn't do any work that you couldn't do in the middle of nowhere in Northern Michigan. And we moved across 2015 and then 2016, early 2016, I did the TEDx talk, Awaken Your Alpha. That was something I always wanted to do. And it, again, it comes from that, that, that core belief of you have a message and an idea worth sharing. Um, you don't shut up about it. That's always a good sign because as I said, this is going to follow you for a long time. So if you, you're fed up with it like six months or a year later, that, that talk is so useful for you and that people are going to find you based on that. And then you're going to be, oh yeah, I don't believe about that or I've gone in another direction. So it's something to be aware of. But for me, it really helped clarify what is Awaken Your Alpha and get it into a coherent, you know, 15 minute talk. And I broke it down into three key phases of my talk, awareness, action, and ascension in terms of rising up of, of your kind of adversities. And that ended up being the three sections, not chapters, three sections of the book, mm. um, Awaken Your Alpha that launched, uh, that came out in 2018. And I always knew from when I launched the podcast in 2014 that I wanted to turn this into a book. They kind of had the same idea at the same time. And I really wanted it to be a legacy book um, that will stand up in 10, 20, 30 years that, you know, so I took a, a bit of time and it's, you know, thousand tactics to thrive. So it's the best of the best um, in a coherent structure of the podcast. Um, and that's something I think a book and a TEDx talk really, it's all about legacy for me as well. Yeah, I really love that breakdown. I mean, the reason I ask is because I know my podcast played a big part in me securing my TEDx talk. Like I submitted like Breakthrough Success. Like I think that was even the title of my talk and then it got modified to Breaking Through the Age Barrier in Business. And, you, you know, your title may get slightly modified based on, you know, who the organizer is and what makes most yep. sense. But uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, that I had a lot of different things. I was doing like 25 books, stuff like that. The thing that attracted them the most was the fact that I interviewed all the people for Breakthrough Success. So a podcast oh, yeah. could be Again, a really great resource. Definitely. And it's like we said, so they know as an organizer, it's the same thing as like when I see a TEDx stamp on someone's name, they know as an organizer, you've done the work. You're not just putting an application going, oh, can I have a TEDx? Can I talk about this? They're like, oh, this guy has been, you know, been the walk, not just talking about it. He's been doing the, doing the hard graft um, and you've got some, you know, insight into that aspect of things. So yeah, I think that's really good. And I, I mean, even then like a TEDx event organizer, you've got plenty of people coming to them. Um, so how many people do you usually submit to? Like how many TEDx talks do you submit to? Because it's the mix of like, you want to get your yes, but maybe you don't want to get too many yeses at the same time. So what are your thoughts <laughs> That'd on that? That'd be a good problem. That would be, be a really amazing if you got them though. Yeah. So I, 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 I wouldn't worry about getting too many offers because <laughs> like you say, it is competitive. Um, there's definitely a numbers game element to it, but not as much. 
the thing with TEDx, it is such an individual journey and it's such an individual process uh, because of the nature of TEDx events are independently organized events. So the independent organizer, they have their own tweak, their own spin on it, their own preferences. Um, there's no one set structure for applications. There's a lot of, you know, clues and hints and ways you can really individualize it to that event organized. But obviously, if you put 10 applications in as opposed to one, you've increased your chances off the bat. But with common sense, if you've just chucked in 10 applications and someone else has got kind of like we've talked about here, dug a little bit deeper, put the time in, done a little bit of research, put some, done some personal work and some work on their talk to really individualize it for that event, for that organizer, I would say that one application is, you know, got a better chance than 10. So you've got to, you've got to find the, the individual ground there. I call it the TEDx hunt um, or talk accelerator hunt, I should say. And that's part of the process that I, I have a module specifically on that, that really digs in deep. And um, one of the reasons I do the podcast, being an experienced podcaster, I, you know, I know how to leverage, leverage that platform in terms of I interview specific TEDx organizers to get their t individual take on how you um, can best um, increase your chances for getting a TEDx talk on their specific event, for example. So why that's, that's also relevant to get you know, similarities with loads of different events, but also for my clients, I specifically go after TEDx events that are relevant to them in their search. Um, and they get the, you know, the full, you know, longer unedited raw video of footage of that, of just, and they get it instantly because with the, with a talk accelerator podcast, as you know, with podcasts is you record quite a long, long time in advance, depending on how much you've got your stuff together. So for, you know, for my Awakening Ralph podcast, I'm like six months ahead at the moment, um, which I think is my longest ever. I don't like to get too far um, ahead of that. And with the Talk Accelerator podcast, I've got you know, 20, 25 episodes ready to be edited down because I share 18 minute highlights of them interviews because the Talk Accelerator and TEDx, for example, is talks under 18 minutes. So again, with that theme, it's, uh, you know, uh, again, podcasts, you, you do what you want to do. There's reasons behind it, but you make the podcast, like I said about your own business, you can change it. I could change that in a couple of weeks, but I'm pretty confident that I'm going to be consistent under 18 because there's a specific reason for that. So it makes it different to my, you know, my long-term podcast is very specific and niche. You wouldn't listen to the talk accelerator hacks to the red dot unless you're interested in, uh, you know, amplifying your message and potentially getting a TEDx talk. You wouldn't listen to it. So I love that aspect. Um, but in terms of the um, TEDx application, very um, varied. There's usually end of, not always, some kind of video audition rounds. Some of them have, you know, live audition rounds where you have to physically be there and, you know, literally do like a, almost a TEDx talk to, to get a TEDx talk. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. What I like about that as well, I was worried when I started at least specifically interviewing people about this, that you might be getting the same interview after the same interview. And, you know, the value being delivered would get less for people who are listening, but also for me, I would get so bored, but it hasn't been the case, which I'm, you know, I'm excited about. Um, and every time I'm learning a little bit more and we talk about it, going deep into a subject, you, you know, you may think you know it all after a couple of years. And then as I say, you keep 
researching, you keep asking the questions and being curious and that knowledge gets deeper and deeper and you can uh, really handle um, problems and challenges when you get a, you know, a client turn up that's already applied to 300 um, TEDx um, events, which is something that I've, I've had. And that obviously I was like, oh my goodness, there's probably a reason you're not getting the TEDx talks. I need to, I need to dig deeper before I, you know, agree to um, collaborate with you because there's some, something is amiss here. <laughs> and I mean, it is interesting again, how like they all have their different like themes, like each event has a different theme. So, you know, some events may not even make sense for you based on what the theme yeah. is and what they want. hundred percent. I'm happy to talk about that as much as you want. And, I don't want to bore people, but as I say, this is, we're getting quite specific here, but yeah, some, they, not all of them, but majority have a specific theme. Some are very specific. Some are kind of general. And I've spoke to like, you know, lots of TEDx organizers and they've kind of said, well, it's kind of quite a broad theme because they, they want it. And other ones, they're very specific. And then you've got the different types of TEDx events. You know, you've got TED meds, you, like for kind of medical institutions, you've got TED education. So you don't want to be applying to a certain TEDx event if it's Ted women, if you're a man and you just haven't done your research, you're going to make yourself look very silly. And you know, you've got Ted youth or TEDx youth. So there's, there's all these different aspects and you've got events that have been around for 10 years that, you know, might have like 500 applicants and the process may be about a year to get on there and loads of stages, uh, loads of phases. And then other ones, it may be their first or second year where there might be more of an opportunity, you know, so that there's, you know, ones right in big cities, ones remote places, so you need to have some kind of link to an event as well. I think that's an important thing. You know, don't just pick one out of the air. So that's where, you know, your own individual history comes into play as well. Yeah, and that's a really great point. Like uh, as a podcast host, like, you know, there are some uh, rubrics that you use. You copy paste the same email and say like, would you come on my show and stuff like that? You can't do that for a TEDx. That's what things where you got to really custom, right? And that's one of the messages we've been driving home. I know Talk Accelerator that is Adam's podcast, also the name of his program for anyone who wants to get a TEDx talk and Awaken Your Alpha. He's been doing that for a really long time. So definitely, guys, also check that out and his book, Awaken Your Alpha. Uh, yeah, as I say, stuff. the, the but, book, I mean, it's got a lot of reviews on Amazon. And as I say, this, this took me, you know, four years to get together. It really is a legacy. Right? So the reviews on the book, um, you know, it's, it's what you dream of. They're really strong reviews. So uh, please do check out the, uh, the book, um, as I say, because it if you, well, again, this is, I'll show you in practical, the reality of how you can use these things. Go w watch the TEDx talk. Just put Adam Lewis Walker on YouTube. Adam Lewis Walker TEDx. Awaken your alpha. Watch a few minutes of that TEDx talk. If you like that, you'll love the book. If you don't like that, you will not like the book because that's kind of the core message behind it all. And then obviously the TEDx, uh, sorry, the, the podcast, you'll like that as well. But the, the book is really the best of the best. And you can watch a few minutes of the TEDx talk. Uh, awaken your alpha to get a feel for that and so it's it's a really good um qualifier of you know people who, who you know will either agree with your your views your personality and think actually this is someone who i want to you know hear more from but just as powerful people are like actually this this is not what i thought it was i, I or i kind of like the message but i don't like this guy just you know his voice annoys me or whatever it is but again this is all powerful and it's about amplifying your message and your mission so you you can have them you can have that clarification very quickly um and as i i do send out you know short snippets of my tedx talk or say if someone asks me a specific question that i've answered very well in the talk i say hey look at minute three 
this is my response to that. And, but at the same time, people are, oh, he's done a TEDx talk. And so it just adds that extra layer of credibility um, like a podcast does. Because um, that's what it all comes down to. People want to know who you are, what you're about. You may be doing great things, but if they, they don't, I would say, trust you or be- believe that this is, this is what you do 100%, because obviously there, there are dodgy people out there, unfortunately. So I think just if you can dedicate yourself to something, can go that extra mile, if, if it is something you truly believe in, then this is the way to go. Um, and also, if you go down this route and you're thinking, actually, this is not what I truly can see myself doing for, you know, for a good few years or I truly believe in it, that's also useful because it will make you have that awareness and do some, you know, do some personal <laughs> internal work to make sure you are all aligned and you are following the right path, whether that's ditching the job or staying in the job. You know, just going through this process, listen to this podcast, you may hear a lot of things and uh, realize, actually, I've got a really good job or I want to do a side hustle because um, some people have some, you know, great jobs and I'd never say never. I've, I've heard that I thought, wow, it kind of looks like they've got a job again. But then when I hear what their actual job is, if you want to, it's, you know, it's more entrepreneurial than a lot of entrepreneurs I know. It's, you know, so there's, the world is always changing and there's some great opportunities. So, you know, just, just be open to what you want and what fits you the best. Adam, really awesome insights to close out the show. Everything we mentioned will be linked in the show notes for anyone who wants to continue following Adam's work. But once again, Adam, thank you so much for coming on this the job. It was such a pleasure having you on the show. No worries. And to say, if anyone wants to, uh, you know, with the book, you can get a seven day video series. If you want to go and, you know, get that book. If you do get a book, let me know and I'll get your seven day video series around the concepts. And again, with the talk accelerator, just, you know, follow the links that are going to be on the show notes, talkaccelerator.com, And I can sort you out again with specifically the, the, the initial steps of what you should be looking for in a TEDx and just where, where to start. The podcast is really helpful for that. Um, so yeah, please do. If any of this is relevant to you, reach out, connect and, um, let me know. Cause that's the main thing as well with this entrepreneurial gig, making sure you've got them relationships. I know Mark well, and you know, reach out and build them relationships. And if you enjoyed something, let me know if you didn't enjoy it, don't waste your breath because life's too short, but just, you know, find someone that you do like to hear from and get value from and reach out to them as well. Thank you for listening to this episode of Ditch the Job. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, I'd greatly appreciate if you could leave a quick review. We are a relatively new show and all those reviews are really going to add up. And if you want to talk with me about how you can boost your revenue, schedule a free strategy call with me, see how we can work together. The link is markberry.com slash strategy for anyone who's interested. We will be throwing it in the show notes. But once again, thank you so much for listening to this episode. It is listeners like you who allow me to create new podcasts and do all these different projects that I love doing. So what I want you to do is to dream big, achieve greatness, and unlock your potential today.